Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you? I'm really well. How are you? Hey, look, it's come to that time of the year. Oh, it is. Christmas has come so quick, hasn't it? It's so fast. So fast. I just can't believe this year you've blinked and you missed it. Yeah. Just about. It's gone Absolutely. That Absolutely. So what we're talking about today is should you do an end of the year order on your photography? This has actually got to be a bit of a weirdo. One of my favourite things to do. Like I never schedule it, but it does happen somewhere yep. around November, December, January. Yeah. Where you just actually I review everything that I've I've created in the last 12, 12 months. months. Yep. And it's quite exciting, especially if you've you've just kind of embarked on full-time photographing or anything like that and you see that those folders is twice as many as the year before yes. and then three times as many as the year before that. And then also evaluating the quality of your work and how much you've grown and changed and what skill sets you've and, and, and maybe how your style is has evolved, evolved like, because we all yeah. we all as photographers we have our basic style but then we we add little bits to it mm. little bows and mm. and especially when you're running a business you audit not just your photography but how did you manage those clients how yes. did how did you manage your workflow what have you done with your website there's so many factors and it's it's quite exciting to see I, how it's I think changed. for some people they don't they just keep you know they get through the year and go oh, I made it to the end of the year and they just collapse in a heap yeah. and, and they don't look back. I think it's always good um, practice to look back at where you've come from. Yes. To know, I mean, this is you know, a bit of a corny thing, but that's you, you need to know where you come from before you know where you're mm. going type of thing. And mm. if you don't kind of go back and look at what you've done in the last 12 months. How are you going to grow? That's right. How yeah. you, and how do you know the, the times when you were really hitting the mark yep. and the times when you missed the mark? Yeah. And how many times that happened in the year where you misread you misread a job. Yep. It didn't come off the way you wanted it to. Which can be a very expensive exercise if you were in your own business. You could potentially have to go back and reshoot for free. Yep. You might have to change something. Yep. There's lots of things that could happen. And so what you try and do is sometimes you try and work out strategies so that doesn't happen again. Yeah. And that's part of your audit process is Absolutely. Is your process as good as it can be, yeah. Or is there places that you can improve on your process, mm. which makes you more efficient, mm. hopefully more creative mm. as well, a better um, communicator, and more appealing to potential clients. Yeah, yeah. And 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 look, even if you even if your photography's is for you personally, mm. I think it's still good to have that audit to yes. go. Just go back and have a look and yeah, and, and look at your pictures that you were taking twelve months ago. Compared to what they are now. To what they are today yep. and, and how they've changed. And it's a really good opportunity as well to recognise what your skill set is or maybe what your weaknesses are and maybe have a look at treating yourself for the new year and investing in some, some skill upskilling. So whether it be taking a course or yep. go, joining a new camera club or something really fun like some, that. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think the great opportunity when we get to the end of the year is that there's something about the new year Mm. It's a new beginning. Mm. So there's a lot of people when they make their, you know, New Year's, <laughs> New Year's resolutions. And they don't always pan out because people break them fairly quickly. Yeah, going but, on a diet is not a good New Year's no, it's resolution. <laughs> it's kind of like stacked, like all these things are stacked against you. But anyway, yeah. mm -hmm. I think it is good to have 
to use the new year as a point to make changes. So if you've, mm. if you've identified for your audit, there's areas where you've maybe could be stronger, mm-hmm. then that could be your starting point. Mm. You can say, okay, in 2020 is going to be the year that I'm going to learn off-camera flash. I was or, just about to say off-camera flash. <laughs> there you go. That's a bit – we're too in tune here. Look out. <laughs> Look out. So, But, I mean, like I said, so if you – Take it upon yourself to to say that's an area what I want. I want to mm. I want to get more skill and be able to be more um, efficient at using artificial lighting in my photos. Mm. That you you do that, or mm. or it might be that you look at your your workflow and you look at a lot of the time you spend a lot of time that was unproductive time. Yeah, yeah. I know my workflow is something that I'm I'm tweaking. A, on I'm that? tweaking, and I I need to. To, I hate using that word need, but I do need to actually sit down and change my process because there's things that I identified during the year that weren't working. Yes. And then I thought of improvements that could work. Yes. You know, and it could be simple things like just communicating better to clients about what happens on a shoot or what yep. happens after a shoot. Like they're key things that are really important. Well, I mean, there's, there's things you can look at, things like even just having a scheduled routine for doing emails. So mm. where in the morning you know, you're having your breakfast or whatever, but you'll check emails up to eight o'clock. <laughs> so and that's, then, that's pretty much my schedule. <laughs> and then you shut shut the emails down. Yes. And then you don't check emails again until Til four, lunchtime or or four, four o'clock, o'clock or whatever. Yep. yep. So you've got a working day. So you kind of separate mm. that, make that routine. Yeah. And people will actually start to understand that, you know, you, you're not going to answer the email the minute they send it, but you will answer yeah. the email yeah. That afternoon or whatever, or even if you can't fully answer it, you'll acknowledge that you've read it. Yes. And say, yes, I need to look into that for you. I'll come back to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something I need to become more diligent about. And I've actually started to write a new weekly uh, like task list, I guess yep, you could yep, say. So yep. I, I keep a document open on my computer all the time and I've yep. got the five days of the week. Yep. And each week when I go in, and start work, I have a list of tasks that I do anyway, but there's things that need to happen on a weekly with my business that I'm currently auditing so that I can improve that in the next the next year. And that's yes. like allocating Monday mornings for social media or yes. you know, Tuesdays and that's to do a, a bit of a And that's a really good that's, that's a really good business structure strategy. Yeah. To be able to allocate a certain amount of time that this is going to be used to, yes, develop my profile mm. on social media. Mm. And then when I've done that task I move then I'll on. Go into my daily. I do something else that yep. I need to do that we go off and do that. Yep. Edit, book a shoot, whatever yep. it is. Yeah. If you think think back to the structure of school. What yes. happened at school? You had periods. So you had you got there in the morning. And that's so true, isn't it? You yeah. had the morning assembly where you you might have been imparted information mm. that was necessary for you mm. to know for the school day or the week. Then you go off to your first lesson, second lesson, and then you know, you had this structure where you knew that you know, at particular times of the day, you're going to be mm. doing something. So it could be maths, mm. or it could be English, those type of things. I think we're kind of conditioned to work within a structured. Mm. Yeah, and I have to say, I I am auditing that process for myself at the moment because I've fallen out of that practice. With, and I have to say, the the introduction of social media has definitely been a distraction when yeah. it comes to getting my daily tasks well, done. Because you, you stop watching the YouTube clips of the kittens. <laughs> Kittens on that on that that little um, vacuum cleaner with the <laughs> oh, wearing the <laughs> what were they dressed what were they dressed in again shark outfits shark outfits there you go 
<laughs> yeah, hilarious. And, and are they playing that baby shark song in the background? <laughs> they weren't back then, but they might do it now. They could do. So, so some of those things, like I said, you you know, to have a discipline. Mm. That's really about being disciplined. That mm. not being. I suppose we're all guilty of of clickbait. Mm. You know, so you yeah, s- I've now made a made a, a hard rule that Facebook needs to be not used between particular hours yep. because it is such a distraction and you can get you can get notifications from all over the place um, that can really interfere with with your day-to-day goings so yeah. yeah I make it a rule not to one, one of the things I don't know if you've done this but I tend to make sure I turn off on all my social media I turn off notifications yes I do that so, too, that, yeah. so that they don't come to the screen so I yeah when I'm ready I go in and I have a look and then I can see obviously yeah all yeah. the stuff but but I don't want it Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> yeah, because that's, I find that very distracting. It's because you're so popular. Well, it really is. But it's, it's bit, but you just feel compelled to go and check you it. You do. You feel, and if you think about going back maybe 10, I'm going to say longer than 10, maybe 15 years ago, you wouldn't have had those interruptions. You wouldn't have felt that you had to respond to those things straight away. You would like text messaging. I have yes. to say people even text messaged less. 10 years ago. Yes. So there is a whole stack that goes on and, yeah, so it's it's like let's have a look at this process and change it. I think, like I said, and being that the fact that we're at the, the end of the year now, mm. you know, with Christmas and everything and, and the new year just basically just around the corner. Yeah. That we can just take stock and we can just kind of look at yeah. what, we, what we can do different, what we yeah. can do better. Yeah. And I think one of the things it's always interesting, people will sometimes think, oh, it's the end of the year, I need to change stuff. Don't change for change's sake. If it's not broken, don't fix it. That's right. Change yeah. because because you've identified there's a better way of doing it. Yep. A more efficient way of doing it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna a more productive skills. way of doing it. You're gonna learn something. There's there's lots of reasons to yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we just to give you an idea. In our office, we've just recently gone onto a new uh, accounting package, mm. right? So we had a procedure because of the previous experience we had with our accounting package. That we'd raise an invoice for a client, we'd send them the invoice. We would actually print an invoice in house, and we would put it into a folder so we had a copy of every invoice we sent. Yeah, yeah. Because we had a situation where we had a failure of a backup of a system, mm. and we didn't have a paper backup to mm. to fall back to. So now we've gone on to That's a, a really good point, actually, to have some kind of paper system. Yeah, we did. But yeah. what we've done now is we've now because of the platform we're on with our accounting package now on a cloud system where the stuff is actually backed up differently so we've got this assurance of stuff being there mm. we've been able to eliminate this step of being able to print all these invoices because that took time yeah so now you're saving yourself time so you're saving you? time saving paper you're also not um, use buying as many cartridges for the printer you've got a safer process because it's backed up on the cloud yeah and we can and we back it up on the cloud and we back it up on our own um, NAS drive. Mm-hmm. So we it's backed up in two places. So if one failed, obviously the straight away you'd maybe make another backup of that backup. Yeah, and so, that's that's a process changement and something you can identify through an audit. Yeah, so, that's yeah. right. So so what it's done is it's allowed us to work more efficiently, probably for the planet's sake. You know, we're not printing as much. We don't need as much Ethically, paper. Sustainably. Yeah, sustainably. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't, like I said, we were, we were buying lots of toner for the printers yeah. because we're yeah. printing so much yeah we, you know we want to try and get that obviously that's co- it's a cost saving as well yeah. but we're finding that was something that we did yep. that changed the way we do it and, yeah and 
you know, it's just one of those things that through yeah. the process of looking at how we can improve. Yeah. And like I said, we're at the ideal time of the year to start looking at these things and putting these things on the table to mm. to start to, to think. So Yeah, it is. And it's a really good time to, especially with your photography, to audit the way that you take pictures as well. Like yes. is there a more effective way to, to shoot that you can achieve the same results or similar or is there a better way to edit your images? Yep. Have you identified something that you want to learn editing-wise? Do, do you – and I'm just throwing this out here for the listeners so they yeah. may do this, but I mean – you know, predominantly you're a wedding photographer, mm-hmm. so you shoot lots of weddings. Have you learned over time now to to shoot less pictures? Yes. So that's it, a really good one. I was talking it makes, about that with a friend today, actually. Because it makes your job actually easier. Because when you shoot lots of pictures, you've got to then, when you harvest those pictures and you're viewing them, yeah, you've got to look at each picture. Yes, yes, maybe no. No, yes, yes maybe. maybe. Let's yes. take that one. Let's see if that's really a blink or yeah. Yes. Yeah. So my Shooting less actually can make you more efficient and make you more And it concentrates productive. on quality, not quantity. Yep. I think that that's definitely become my method yep. over the years. And to, I've sl- reached- to slow it down a little bit. So you're slowing yeah. the process down. Yep. You're taking less pictures, but you're taking more care while you're taking the picture. That's right. So it's a better quality. And actually I found that over the years sometimes I will walk away with more images because you're getting that quality over quantity. You're not just blazing and getting anything and everything in the hope that you hit something, yep. you're actually creating quality content or in memories or captures or yep. whatever the scenario is. So it's, I, yeah, that it, having it, those audit processes are really important. I've, I've definitely gone to that path where I actually shoot, I shoot less yeah. images, but I shoot better quality images. Yeah. Because I start yeah. to start to identify that I, I took lots of pictures thinking, oh, well, this might work, that might work. And then realizing that you'd spend 10 minutes agonizing over this versus yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so sometimes you just go for gut, take the shot, and then the next shot yeah. something completely different. Yeah. So you've, you, you've just got one shot of that particular thing happening, so you don't have to agonise over. You don't need it from 10 different angles. Yeah. Did, yeah. Oh, and, it's like, and you always second-guess yourself. Yes. Which is going to be bad. So yeah. it's a discipline to try and learn that, but mm-hmm. that was kind of for, I suppose, a process of, of changing the way I shoot. Mm. So I don't shoot as much. So I don't, when I get backed, to the computer, I'm not having to go through thousands of images. Yeah, and it's true, isn't it? Like I've picked up on some things that I can do better, so like cutting people off in photographs because of the way the sensors, not the sensors, but the the focal points on my camera are. Sometimes I end up cutting people in awkward situations, which means to get the right looking shot, I need to crop it in quite tight. Yes. So that's something that I've self-audited. Yep. And so I include more rather than less in my images yes. so that I can still get that great quality shot rather yes. than And I'm 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 hearing what you're saying and yeah. it's a technique that I was I mean that I would try and crop in camera. I'd try and frame it and then inadvertently, yes, you would miss a mm. finger. And it just looked odd that you just cut the top, the, the tip, tip of the it. finger, yeah. and, it, and you just can't make it look right. Yeah. So what I've been done in my process is is I've actually gone back a little bit. Yep. And I've shot a bit wider. Same. Yeah. I've so developed. then I've got I've got this wider shot that I can now. But you've got you've got the ability to crop that in and make it, it something more powerful. Yeah. 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 And I'm finding them. You know, today, with today's megapixels on the sensors. Yeah. You know, you can still produce this amazing. Even if you crop the thing by fifty percent, mm. the cropped image is still an amazingly mm. high res image. Mm. 
And yeah. But you've got the ability now to then, when you get it in front of the computer, it might you might have it slightly shifted to the right or the person slightly shifted to the left, you know. I was editing stuff today and it was like the, the model in the particular shots that I was editing, she was just not quite in the centre. Yep. And, you know, when you stand back from your computer, you look at it and you're like, no, it's still not right. I need to go in just that little bit tighter. Yes. And it might be a millimetre, but it yep. makes a big difference. And and sometimes, like I said, those things are just because of the way the body's turned, the yeah, angle of the shoulders. Yeah, that's right. So it, you've got to try and make it look. But if you've got that latitude to be able to yeah. crop it yeah. and, and make it, pleasing yeah yeah. and they're things that you learn like i said for doing those things like your self-audit just learning those things that you can do things better yeah i always look at each wedding that i do as well so i kind of do a mini audit as i'm going along and then again at the end of the year as we've been speaking about but i will look at things that didn't work and i'll remember if i've done it done it in the past like if i've made the same mistake twice yep I will have a little word with myself. <laughs> Terry, what Terry, are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, you know that that's not the right way to do it. And <clears throat> and I improve that then. It's like, okay, we've done that twice now. It's time to stop doing it. Yes. And I'll make a mental note or a little paper note. Do Give not. yourself a whack on the back of the head. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Pick it up. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you know. Well, one of the things that we do is a bit of an audit too is, and we, and we do it a little bit more frequently, but we actually audit jobs. Mm. to see how much money we actually made. Mm. Important when you're pricing a job, so you'll have your pricing category that you use and you'll do all that. Mm. And then that's based on everything being ideal. Yes. Quite often it doesn't become ideal because you're there longer. That's right. There's a traffic jam and you've got to drive the long way around. That's right. All these things. Yeah. So we, we I tend to do that kind of financial type order as well. That's a really good point. Because then, a great idea. Well, what the idea is then you're trying to pick your, I mean, what you do with your pricing is you try and pick a formula that will work in 90% of your jobs. Yes. Right? So basically 90% of your work, that will produce you the income you need. Mm-hmm. Um, 10%, yes, there's, there's things that just go off the you know, the deep end and yeah. you can't do much about it. That's That happens in business. Yeah. Be prepared for that. Yeah. And that's why... Your pricing has to have enough meat in it. Yes. That when things do go off script, you can still yeah. still survive. But we kind of do that audit process to work out whether we're charging enough. That's right. Yeah. And I've actually I have to I have to agree with you there. I've done that with a few jobs this year because I've taken on job types that I wouldn't normally do. And I guess the first time you do it, it's a learning experience. And it's, yes, I know how to do this job, but I'm just not sure how long it's going to take. So you price it accordingly and then you get back from the job and you realise, yes, A, either, either you could have done it quicker yep, or it did take a little bit longer. So you adjust your price accordingly. And yes. I think self-auditing also means self-evaluation and understanding your value. And that's a really important part about doing an audit is you can actually understand your value as a we, photographer. We can, you've, you can start to see some of those points in there. You can actually start to see particularly monetary-wise, mm. where, where it's mm. cost you money. That's right. And, and you, you know, I could have made this much on that job, but I didn't because of this. And I've actually, we've, we've spoken many times about a few jobs that I've done this year where I'm like, damn, it didn't work out the way I imagined it. Yep. But next time it will because I know this, this, you take this. Away, you take away the lessons learned. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I think every opportunity is worth investigating. Yep. But, but the only way you learn those things is by sitting back and doing that forensic, mm. you know, mm. looking at what you mm. charge, how much the actual cost was. Yeah. What were the, what were the, the challenges? I stripped. I remember this particular job that I was talking to you about and I did. I stripped it right apart from, from how long it took 
travel, yep. every cost involved in getting to that job and creating that job, people that are hired to help me out. Yep. There were so many key factors. And when you figure out the take home, it was quite disappointing. It was like, oh. Oh, that doesn't even pay my rent for a week. Oh. That's right. And then, so then, but then you've got to go back, and what you've got to do is 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 take that information that you've learned, and mm. you've got to apply that and say, okay, I need to charge yeah. more because of this. Or if I get a job like this again, this is going to be my pricing strategy mm. for this job because yes. you know there's too many variables. Yes. Um, yeah. And auditing your marketing as well, like I think, is really important when you're when you've become a full time photographer. Understanding what works and what doesn't and by auditing that that uh, procedure or that task or that particular, what's the word for it? It's like promotion. Yes. To see how well or how not well it went. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a phrase that's used in business, there's a return on investment, mm-hmm. right, which is a commonly used phrase. And return on investment is typically always applied to advertising. So if yeah. you're going to invest, if you're going to invest $100 in a Facebook promotion you want to at least get a hundred dollars back you need to get something back for your money if you just throw a hundred bucks out there and you get 10 bucks back that's not a really good return Mm. on investment you might as well go to the casino and red or black red or black yeah yeah so sometimes like understanding that and looking at those things yeah and there's so many key factors as to why an advert may or may not work on facebook or instagram or whatever and it could be your demographic reach it could be the way you've you've created your ad like well, one of the things you've got to do in that in the in your end of year audit is look at the changes of um, yes. what people are expecting. And this yeah. is we're we're in a market now where where it changes so often yes. that what was cool at the beginning of the year by the end of the year could be so two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Love that expression. <laughs> so two thousand nineteen soon. That's it. It's very yeah. soon. Just yeah. just days just days away. <laughs> um so, yeah, I think that's the thing. So you have to be able to go back and look at those things mm. and then realise that you're not going to be able to carry that into 2020 because mm. the market's shifted and people want mm. something different. Mm. They, yeah, and you've got to be able to kind of move and deliver, yeah. deliver that. Yeah, and sadly it does sometimes feel a bit like people aren't prepared to pay what you're worth. Yep. And I think if you're feeling like that, have a look at the, the demographics that you're uh, potentially – showcasing to are they your demographic or is it just a sign of the industry changing and if it is do you need to make a new career decision which I have to be honest I have you know had those thoughts over the last 12 months it has been a a really challenging year in that respect but it's been quite an exciting year as well because you 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 get to a point where you realize by doing all of these little audits and identifying what does and doesn't work you can change with that and you can grow and you can identify your your weaknesses and improve on those, which is really valuable through conducting the audits. One of the mindsets you've got to have as a photographer, you've got to be prepared to, t- to, to constantly learn. Mm. You have to be in learning mode all the time. Yes. You know, you have to learn, learn, learn from every experience yeah. um, and tuck those things, lessons away. Yes. And then be able to, when need to, be able to recall them. And they're not always going to be photography lessons. <laughs> well, some, some of them are going to be business. Some, some of them are going to be business. Some, some of it's going to be uh, personal interaction. Mm. I mean, you know, everyone has come across that difficult client. Yeah. And and understanding how to deal with that is a whole – we could have a whole podcast just talking about that. But Yeah, maybe that's actually one, how to deal with a dis- difficult client. That's it. We, <laughs> we, we might do that next year. It might be a good one for next year. The, write in, that you down. never know. In the new year, you may hear that one. <laughs> Um, but Terry, look, because we are at the end of the year now, mm. 
what what does it the end of the year personally mean for you? Is it, does it hold any special significance, or is it just you know thank God we're here? Or is oh, it... I think it's more thank God I survived. <laughs> I mean, are you are you one of those people that that's a really Christmassy New Year person, or? Oh, I didn't used to be, to be honest. Um, but I think the older I get, the more I do enjoy it. Yep. And I think I feel my take for next year is not necessarily. Uh, resolutions. It's more like a bucket list of exciting things that I'd like to achieve and do. Yep. And if I don't do them, it's kind of like you know what? That's all part of the process as well. Maybe that. that but at least, yeah, at least, at least you have a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think my plan is just to celebrate. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I, I, I think that the the end of the year is always seen as a time, possibly that you've, you're spending time with family and you're getting mm. to maybe catch up with people you haven't caught up with over the year. You kind of make that extra effort to say, yeah. "Oh, we haven't caught up." That's that's. And I'm excited for all the networking Christmas parties, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because it's my opportunity to let my hair down with the people that I work with. Yes. Which is really exciting for me. It's like yes. But you do. But but a word of caution. <laughs> <laughs> some some of those situations do get out of hand. So just a word yes. of caution. Be on your best behaviour. Yeah, please. If you see any of my stories or have seen them from parties, if just you, ignore them. If you see Terry's drunk <laughs> drunk Instagram posts, um, you just know that she's having a really good time. Yeah, yeah. I think someone needs to confiscate my phone <laughs> when I'm at parties. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, you know that. Here's a thought. For maybe for next year. They need year. a breathalyzer in my phone. No, <laughs> look, maybe next year we can develop an app. Like there's there's one at the moment. You know, if you drive your car, there's that kind of. Do not disturb. I'm driving, mm. so you're not influenced. Maybe we can develop one for when you're drinking. Yeah, do not disturb. Terry's having a cocktail. Yeah, Terry's having Terry. <laughs> Terry's having shots. Do not disturb. So the, the the oh, and I would be. I'm that person that goes up to the bar and brings back shots and chases. <laughs> I'm that person. Oh no. So look, I hope I hope everyone has enjoyed the you know 2019, and it's been everything. Um, and more mm. for your photography, and I hope mm. you, I hope all our listeners like their, I hope their photography has grown through this year, and hopefully, in some small way, that some of our ranting and ravings yeah. may have been helpful, and maybe we can take a you know <laughs> a, a, a little snowflake of of of, uh, goodness. of, <laughs> of, of, of you know the accolades of, of your success for the year. Um, but like I said, look, it's been fantastic, Terry, this year doing this series with you it's been it's been really good it's been it? really enjoyable yeah. we, we've talked about a lot of different stuff and i think we've you know we've we've gained a lot of listeners and hopefully mm. you know people will come back and listen over and over and so hopefully like i said we've just been able to impart some little piece of knowledge or some gem somewhere <laughs> help somebody in some small way um to become better photographers so wish everyone a fantastic 2020 2019 um, Oh, it's 2000, yeah. 2019, <laughs> 2020, because by the time this comes out, it'll be t- it, it's not quite, it, this yeah. will come out just prior to, but it'll be very close. Yes. You'll better smell. The, oh, yes. the smell of 2020 will be on the horizon. Yeah, the fireworks in the city, you could smell that. Yeah, that great opportunities yeah. to get your camera out. <laughs> New Year celebrations, great. Yes. Get your camera out, start shooting. Be all those crazy um, videos up on on Instagram. Can't wait. Can't, Can't wait. wait. All right, and then yeah. we'll, yeah, what do you think we'll get up to in 2020? Gosh, who knows? It's I I've got a good feeling about 2020 just like I did with 2019. It's been a, it's been an incredible year. Well, Terry, we've come to the end of the year and 
you know, been a fantastic 2019 doing the podcast with you. It has, yes. Thank you so much. It's been great being here. I think we've all learned something and hopefully all our listeners have learned something as well. Yes. So that we wish everyone a fantastic, you know, festive season and, and like an absolutely super fantastic 2020. We look forward to coming back with some brand new podcasts. Yes, if you've got some ideas or anything you'd like us to chat about, drop it down below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. That's it. Fantastic. So have a great... um, Christmas New Year. Christmas New Year. See you, Terry. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.